0: Welcome in to the Talking Shot Football Podcast conference title round week on the pod. We're going to get into both matchups this upcoming weekend between the Niners and the Rams on the NFC side and between the Chiefs and the Bengals on the AFC side. Uh, But before we get there, we've got to recap the four craziest games of football ever to occur on the same weekend. uh, Last week's divisional round. And for that, we're going to bring in very special guest, Big time Niners fan, Daniel into the pod right now. Um, he's giddy. He's excited to talk about his team. He's got high hopes for them going forward. Um, and so, uh, without further ado, let's kick things off. Welcome, welcome to the football pod. Your
1: host. Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right.
0: Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team.
1: You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's
0: so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be
1: like, cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running banks. The New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Oh. Let us begin. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, big time, big time game that just happened. Um, uh, Wish I could have been there. I knew a lot of folks that were there. Um, that would have been a great game just to experience. But I mean, just watching it at home, uh, I just felt all the emotions, just uh, every play, every down, every sack. I mean, it was just an, an intense game that, uh, you know, we ended up winning by a a block kick. uh, And then, and then after that, a field goal kick to, to win the game. So I mean, special teams was on point. um, And uh, me and my dad actually kept on saying that special teams would be the factor uh, of that, of that game. And uh, they stepped up and uh, me and my dad also wearing a, you know, a Bosa Jersey and a, a Willis Jersey uh, just to represent the defense that also were going to step up in that game, and uh, they did. It was a, it was it was quite a game.
0: Just a absolutely fun game to watch from a from a fan's perspective. Like it just starts snowing in the second half, and it's really an old school blocking and tackling type game where uh, it's really just the bouncing of the ball. It's not like a shootout like you had in the Chiefs Bills game. Just a you know special teams, like you said, there was that blocked field goal, there was the blocked punt. Um, you know the defense really stepped it up on, on both sides. Honestly, like the Niners really couldn't move the ball for most part of that game. Um, I don't know if that was totally. to their to their detriment or the Packers defense, but um, Niners end up with a 17th trip to the conference title game, the most of any single team um, in the Super Bowl era. And you were at that Cowboys game, so what do you think? Which 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 fan base was? More sad walking out of their respective stadium. Was it the Cowboys game two weeks ago, or was it the Green Bay Packers fans walking out
1: of Lambeau yesterday after that after that tough loss? Um, I would have to say the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I think you saw it on uh, on actual time when they were commentating the game. They kept on showing the Cowboy fans either crying or holding on to their loved ones and. Uh, yeah, I think just walking out and you can see just all the Cowboys fans just heads down, just you felt the emotions of, uh, of just the high emotions of the Niner fans just, you know, kind of rubbing it in their faces and then them just walking down with, uh, you know, all the emotions and, and stuff on their shoulders. So I think it was that game. I mean, you have a lot more people at that game, too. I mean, Jerry World was, you know, that's a huge stadium and they they get they. I mean, Niners represented for sure, but there was also tons of Cowboy fans, and that's a lot of Cowboy fans coming out of there. Uh, it's sad, you know? So I would <laughs> say definitely Joey World. So Rodgers uh,
0: falls to 0-4 in the playoffs against the 49ers. Um, what's the uh, what's the plan for him going forward? Do you think the team brings him back? Do you think he walks away? Um do you see him suing up for the Packers week
1: one next year? You know, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, I I was watching his interview after the game and his demeanor just, he, he just felt deflated. He looked deflated. <laughs> I mean, he, he just, I mean, he just didn't really feel like he wanted to be there when he was getting interviewed. Um, but I mean, rightfully so it was a big game and he lost another one to the Niners. And so, uh, but that being said, I, I, I don't think he, he will be back to Green Bay. I think there's a lot of conversation there. Uh, but, but then again, he also said that he doesn't want to go to a team that they're rebuilding. He wants yeah. to be the quarterback. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of people looking at quarterbacks right now. There's not too many coming out of college. And uh, they are already picked up last draft. So.
0: I guess. I guess, right, like they can move on to Jordan Love if they can't get somebody in the draft. They're not going to have a very good pick. Yeah, I mean, Rogers honestly just looked pretty indifferent. You know what they say? The opposite of Love is indifference. And if he's not in love with that team, the play in there, he's probably going to move on. So um, I got the perfect place for him. You're not going to like it, but I got the perfect place for him to go next year.
1: And what place is that?
0: I think the perfect place for Aaron Rodgers next year, San Francisco. (laughs) They got (laughs) You know, the only thing this team is missing and I understand they're going on to the conference title game. You know, I get all that. But the only thing this team is missing is Aaron Rodgers. Grew up near the Bay Area, wanted to be drafted by them originally. I think he should make up ownership that passed on him in the draft and he should go to San Francisco and he should win three Super Bowl titles here. And it'll just be like when Durant came, you know, like we'll never fully embrace him, but he'll bring titles to our town. And that's where I think you should end up. What say you?
1: Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case, especially with uh, the run we Niners still have right now uh, for the looks of it. Garoppolo is probably going to be the guy. I think uh, we'll still hold on to him for as long as we can to develop Trey. Uh, so I don't think we're going to be looking for Aaron Rodgers for that point. <laughs> okay, um, But uh, I, I do think that, uh, a good place for him would be the Steelers. Oh, yeah.
0: I got uh I got somebody else for the Steelers in mind as well, Russell Wilson.
1: Oh okay. That,
0: that team's ready to go. Russell Wilson's he, he's not gonna he, he's done with Seattle. I think it's time for him to get a new change of uh change of scenery there. But yeah, I agree. Rogers would be good in Pittsburgh as well. Also get him out of the NFC. Um, the only issue going to the AFC is he's gonna have to compete with. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, even Lamar Jackson, like the AFC is going to be really, really tough to come out of for a while.
1: Um, They they are
0: absolutely stacked.
1: So maybe make him step up his game. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. He's like an MVP quarterback almost every year he plays.
0: A lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. uh, If, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So, uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. So we established that Aaron Rodgers should go to the Niners, Russell Wilson to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I know you're not in favor
1: of Aaron Rodgers to the Niners, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've heard it before, though. I mean, people have been saying that we wanted to pick him up before the season even started.
0: Why not? I mean, you're probably a couple of years away from Trey Lance being, you know, the, the right guy. Probably needs to train for another year. Um Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Rogers, and I don't I don't know if Jimmy G is your solution guy. Just uh, seems to throw those some passes that just make you uh, cringe, like some of those throws to flat. I mean, here I am criticizing a team that's in the NFC Championship game, though. While my team, you know, we got we got nothing going for us. We, we don't have a head coach or a GM, so who am I to talk, right?
1: Yeah, but you're right, though. Jimmy G throws throws that you kind of cringe at, right? You're like biting your nails every throw he throws, <laughs> you know, like. He's not the best quarterback. He's definitely not like the all-star quarterback. Uh, but he's the average, you know, Jimmy. <laughs> the average Joe quarterback that that, you know, gets things done. I mean, his team loves him. As much as as fans kind of cringe at him and kind of, you know, talk, you know, smack about him. And, you know, also I, I'm gonna be, you know, one to say that I've said, you know, throw Trey in there. You know, to get some reps at least. But uh his 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 teammates love him. Uh, they they work for him, they, they they give it all they got for him and uh that's their quarterback.
0: Yeah. So watching that Rams Bucks game, who were you rooting for as a Niners fan that you wanted to play in the NFC championship?
1: You no, know, that's a tough one. Uh but to be honest, I think I was rooting for the Rams, um, because just the way they were playing second half. I mean, uh, I think they fell apart there. Uh, I think they weren't doing so hot. Uh, I think they looked tired. Um, uh, and uh, Stafford looks a little frazzled. Uh, so I think it, they were out of their element. And I think when we played them uh, the second time uh, during the regular season, it looked the same way. I think second half, they looked tired. They looked frazzled. Uh, so just from that game and this game, uh, I was I was rooting for the Rams
0: yeah I mean that was uh that was crazy that we were that Brady had that situation again in his career where it was almost identical to that Falcon Super Bowl 27-3 and it it just got the sense that every time he touched the ball they were going to go down and score and I I don't even know how I would have been feeling as a Rams fan but you just you just needed to hold on to the football for a little bit and you know they would just do they're just kicking themselves on every drive there would be there was that running back who fumbled twice. Um, they had four turnovers by fumble in that game. Um, but, like, you know, it was a game of, game of stars, right? You saw Von Miller come around the edge and get that strip sack on Brady. Then the very next play, they fumble it right back. Um, you saw Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if you caught, like, he, he asked to, like, basically, like, made the other corner switch with him because he kept getting beat by by Evans. And then like almost, and then like two plays later, Evans beats him for like a 60 yard touchdown and a perfect throw by Brady. Um, and it was just like every every play had an Aaron Donald play or a Tom Brady play or Evans. Um, and then I think the most famous one was like Cooper Cup. The second half was wild in this one. And what was it like emotionally to play in this game? Yeah, it was, there's just a lot of ups and downs. We just did a terrible job offensively of, you know, putting our, our defense in good positions. Uh, we put them in some terrible spots. You know, I, I do a terrible job starting it off, putting the ball on the ground. And uh, we just, we can't do that. We can't do that and expect to win. Um, but thankfully, the defense held up, did, did some great stuff for us. And we were able to you know, get a shot there at the end. You get to go home, NFC Championship game in your barn in SoFi Stadium. What will that game be like against the 49ers for you guys? I can't wait. That's a really good football team. Looking forward to the opportunity. You know, he had the fumble, which looked like it was, you know, so out of character for him. I don't know if he fumbled the whole year. Um, you know what a year it was. Totally, I, I mean, I, he had what 1,900 yards this year and 16 touchdowns. I don't think he fumbled the whole year, but then he comes back that last that last drive when they gave them 30 seconds at the end of the game or 45 seconds. Stafford hooks up with him twice on two monster plays, um, and then uh, and then it's over. And then it's over, right? And if it goes to overtime, I don't know what you were thinking, but I think if Brady touches the ball again, um, it's over they were going to go down and get a touchdown. That, that, that was it for the Rams.
1: I mean, I think that's what everybody thinks. I think everyone thinks if you give Brady the, that, that, time, he's going to score on you and he's going to beat you. So uh, Stafford came out with the win and cup came out with the catches. and Those were big plays. Uh, and ultimately um, they're going, they're going to the championship. So uh, let's see uh, what goes down in that game. I mean, I was definitely, Ify in the beginning, like, you know, you're seeing Brady kind of break down in the in the first half and you're like, <laughs> man, maybe I want to play Brady. Uh, but then the second half totally, you know, but I, but I didn't catch that Ramsey thing. I didn't catch him actually trading out with the with another corner just to, yeah. to see, you know, because he couldn't handle it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he kept getting beat and Ramsey and Ramsey just just ran over to him and said, get on the other side of the field. And then he I think also they were pulling the safety towards the other to help. Um, I wish I knew the other guy that he made switch, but they were pulling the safety as well to help on the other guy's side of the field, um, leaving Ramsey and Evans one on one. And like literally two plays later, Evans just burns Ramsey for a touchdown. Um, and so it was just it was just play after play like that bond miller right you know yeah i think everyone remembers you know you got aaron Donald coming off the edge and then you forget oh my god they have bond miller too he hasn't met himself recently or until recently but you guys got a, you guys got a challenge next week seriously like cooper cup's gonna get his and they got a pretty good pass rush so you gotta get the ball out and you gotta keep running it like you've been running it big holes your
1: offensive line's been really doing well so uh, hopefully hopefully continues for you guys I mean, yeah, it's definitely not going to be easy, especially how I think both teams are uh, like have their winning runs right now. They're both pumped. They're both ready to beat the other team. Um, the pressure on both teams uh, are, you know, pro bowlers. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, Bose is not a pro bowler, but uh, uh, definitely should be. But, I mean, it's going to be a hard physical game. Oh, yeah. So
0: the Rams are three and a half point favorites at SoFi um, against the Niners. You know, fun fact here: if the whoever wins this game gets to play two straight games at SoFi Stadium, so they can really settle into the to the to the LA lifestyle there. They'll be there for a couple weeks. Um, and if the Rams, for go sure, to the Super Bowl, then it'll be the second straight year where a team is playing in their home stadium
1: for the Super Bowl.
0: Tom Brady last year, Tampa Bay. This year, Rams could be playing a home game, SoFi Stadium. So, I mean, the fans don't match, right? Like, not the same fans, obviously. But, um, you know, some familiarity there, being in the same locker room as you're always in week to week.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Whoever gets to – who wins this game is, is going to be comfortable playing at that stadium, right? They're going to – they. I mean, that's the cool thing about the Niners getting to play at SoFi again is that they already know the stadium, right? They already yeah. know the grounds, how the how, – how the turf feels, um, even, you know, how loud it gets in there. Hopefully the Niners get to uh, have the faithful come in. I know that there's been a whole lot of talk about uh, SoFi not letting uh, Niners buy tickets. Uh, but I don't know how much that's true. Uh, but uh, I know that was loud, uh, a lot on Twitter. hundred mile rule. hundred mile
0: rule, yeah. On these ticketing sites, you got to be within a hundred miles, your zip code, apparently,
1: to buy tickets up to a certain point. Yeah, but I heard uh Ticketmaster actually uh they, they they weren't down with it, so they they're letting Niner fans buy tickets off them. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. Um
0: that was a last So normally I'd ask you, you know, who you got between the Rams and Niners. And we'll do that. We'll do that when we get to the AFC, but you know, given you're a big Niners fan, I know who you've got. So I'm gonna ask you something a little different. Over or under forty six and a half points. What do you think? Over or under? in that game? Uh, for the both teams, scoring? That's correct, yeah, 46 and uh, half.
1: Um, I would say well, I feel like it's going to be a physical game. I'm going to say under. Under,
0: yeah. Well, it was, what, 13-10 this weekend? So that's 23. So they're expecting twice as much scoring. It's obviously not going to be snowing in LA, but yeah, all right, all right. Maybe it'll be more of a shootout like the last I guess it wasn't a shootout, but a high-scoring game that Week 18 matchup that they had. Pretty exciting game that was.
1: Yeah, and it went overtime. Yep, yep.
0: All right, let's get over to the AFC, and let's start with the uh, a very fun, but not as exciting as, as the Chiefs-Bills game. Um, let's start with the game that feels like it took place like two weeks ago after all the crazy football games we had, but the Bengals, and the titans um takeaways from
1: that game from you uh Tanahan, man oh god uh <laughs> i mean Tanahan's ups and downs he's kind of like a garoppolo i think you know he he looks good he plays well but then all of a sudden he tries to squeeze one in and then boom just deflation all over the place. And so I think that's what occurred in this game. I mean, he had his drive going, he felt good. Uh, I think that the fans felt good. Uh, And then all of a sudden he just throws that pick and then all is, you know, done pretty much. I mean, Joe Burrow got back into that game, made some plays and then, you know, there she wrote. Yeah. Uh, What do you think? Three picks? I know, I think like one...
0: One to two of them weren't really his fault. And he probably wasn't even thinking that as a concern, really, on that last drive. They're trying to go down and get in field goal position. Um, But as soon as the Bengals get the ball, I don't know about you, but I just feel like they were going to capitalize on that. Burrow, such a good quarterback. Burrow immediately goes to Jamar Chase for, like, 18 yards over the middle. Like, the one guy you have to guard. And they get two more – pick up two more first downs. And then they leave it to the another rookie quarter, another rookie, the kicker, to make a fifty-yarder, fifty-two-yarder, and he just nails it. Looks away halfway, um, and that's it. That's all. Ten. That's it for the number one seed, the Tennessee Titans. Both number one seeds fall.
1: Yeah, I mean that was something that was surprising, I think, to a lot of people. Uh, I think Panahan should have kept on running the ball, give it to Henry. I don't know why they, you know couldn't push it forward and I don't know why they try to toss it out there. I know they just needed a field goal, but I mean, just run the ball yet. You, you've been doing good with the running and then all of a sudden you try to squeeze one in and then boom, that was just a, yeah, that was a nutty game too. Cause you, you felt that it was over when, when Tana had had it and the Titans were driving and then all of a sudden you're like, what? Like, that's what I felt like when, when it happened, I was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, no way. I mean, how does that happen? Uh, but you know, we know how that happens. He he just he was doing too much, doing too much. He was
0: the worst quarterback of the eight quarterbacks this weekend. Um, we weren't sure. We weren't sure who the worst quarterback was coming in. Was it going to be Stafford? Was it going to be Jimmy G? Was it going to be Tannehill? And uh, Tannehill, Tannehill takes the takes the crown after that weekend. I think he comes out of that. Uh, I don't know what the Titans are going to do, but they're like one quarterback. They're, t- they're a Tannehill away from being a really, really, really good team, but like we were saying, they're in the AFC. They got to compete against Burrow. They got to compete
1: against Josh Allen, Mahomes. It's gonna be really, really difficult. Yeah, I mean, even going towards the next season, I mean, who else is in? I mean, what's the Chargers' quarterback?
0: Oh, Herbert. Yeah, you got Justin, yeah, yeah,
1: Justin Herbert. Oh my God, the AFC Herbert's stacked. Quarterback wise, yeah, they're they're stacked with young blood for sure, and they, you know, they're just starting off. Like they're (laughs) they're early twenties, yeah. Tip of the iceberg.
0: So the final game here, last game of the weekend, Bills Chiefs. Chiefs win forty two thirty six. Um, I think they scored twenty four points in the last two minutes of the game, which. Even as I'm reading that, it doesn't sound right, but I think, it, but I think it is. Um, first time in playoff history, two quarterbacks have had 100, and, each had 120 passer rating. Um, 13 seconds—that's all Mahomes had after the Josh Allen touchdown to bring them down the field to get a field goal, to get it within field goal range, um, and he did it. He did it. Tyreek Hill and him get it done, get the ball first in overtime. And score that touchdown to win the game. Um, just an absolutely crazy game. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Man. Wow, 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 wow. Shootout, man. It was a complete <laughs> shootout. And I that I mean, I knew knowing the matchup, it was going to be a shootout, but I did not think it was gonna be that much of a shootout that we saw this Sunday from those two. I mean, you had them going back and forth, literally. Uh, I think the defense was just completely like not there. I yeah. think it was just completely offense against offense, um, and they were just back and forth to their to their playmakers. Uh, and fortunate for Mahomes and his 13 seconds to Hill, uh, definitely you know, played off. And then, you know, it even went to overtime. Didn't it go to overtime? It did, yeah. it yeah, went man, to overtime. She, yeah. has <laughs> <she's> got <laughs> like, the so, coin toss, I mean,
0: immediately go down and score. Bill's defense
1: is completely gassed. I have a solution to this, by the way, when we get there. Uh, but, yeah, Buffalo, I mean, yeah. I mean, just being the number one defense in the league, like, it, they didn't even look like it. They They didn't look like number one defense at all. Uh, and they kept on saying that during the game, and I just kept on thinking to myself, like, like number one, my ass, <laughs> like, like, how how are they just letting this go like this if they're number one? But you know, Mahomes is he's he's a star, you know, and he's a, he's young and he's out for blood, and uh, I think Allen was too, but you know, the the fresher of them two won, and uh, that was Mahomes.
0: Pat played amazing. Um, got a lot of respect for him and, and the Chiefs as a whole. Um, you know they made they made one more, more play than we did. And that's uh, that's what it came down to. I mean, he really turned it on the second half of the year, and then the playoffs. Now he, uh, I mean, this will be if they win this 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 conference title game, the AFC Championship, um, they'll be going to their third straight Super Bowl. And you think about teams that go back and back or back every year to the finals, the Super Bowl, or whatever. I remember those Warriors teams that went to five straight, you know, it becomes during the season and in the off season and stuff, it sort of becomes like, let's get everything in, in order for the, for the time, for the right time, right. Like for the playoffs, like it doesn't matter where we're at week four, week five, week eight, even like, let's get things, let's get things cooking in November and December of football season. Um, so that in January we're, we're ready to go. And I think uh, a lot of people were writing this team off including myself, early in the season because they just didn't look right and they weren't playing like the Chiefs that we knew. Um, but they really, uh, you know, the, the fans that, that were faithful, they uh,
1: they here, here they are again in January and they look like the team,
0: team to beat right now.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think I ridden them off too and I was happy about it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have to worry about, you know, Mahomes uh, taking over uh, that. And so, uh, but, you know, like you said, I think, that's what good teams do. You know, they, they, they can start off a little wonky and then push forward and then they just, you know, get things more tight as the season progresses. And then all of a sudden they're in playoff mode and they're all Mm -hmm. healthy and they're just Then they already like been here, done that. Right. And then it's just on that different level mode. So now they're here. Now they're uh, a threat step. Definitely a threat to the Bengals. The Bengals, what, When's the last time they haven't been into the into the, the championship since what nineteen eighty nine? Uh the cha- I don't think they had won a playoff they haven't won a playoff game since then. Now they've got yeah. two. Actually <laughs> yeah, actually they nineteen eighty nine was their last playoff championship because they played us the Niners in the Super Bowl, uh, which we won. Of course. Niners. It'll be a good
0: game, I think. I think Burrow is great, and he might even be as good as Mahomes in the future. But right now, I I just think second year didn't even play last year because of the injury. Um, the team around him, he doesn't have Hill and Kelsey, right? You know, he he doesn't have the same team around him. It's just going to be a really tough hill to climb. And I think the Chiefs are just are just feeling it after this weekend. It's going to be really hard, and that's why they have the line set at
1: Chiefs minus seven versus the Bengals. What are your what are your thoughts on the outcome of that one? Uh yeah, I think it's Kansas City. Um I think like you said, I think Joe's still, you know, learning how to be the great quarterback he is he's going to be. Um and Mahomes just knows that he's a great quarterback. So uh you have those two mentalities uh going out going at it. And I think just the playmakers on Kansas City has that just there's just more studs than there are in, in the Bengals side. Um, but I mean, it's football, it's playoff season. You never know what's going to happen, but I definitely have Kansas city winning. Do you want to hear my solution to this
0: overtime problem that we have now? Yeah, sure. I think in the playoffs, we should just have another 15 to 20 minute break. Like we do at halftime if we're going to go to overtime, because I mean, you just saw it with those two defenses, like they just need to catch their breath. right? It was, it was just that it was, you know, it was, a a couple commercials and then we were back on the field and the homes was throwing them down the field and the bills had no time to recover. And I just think we had a more exciting and we already, it was an exciting ending, but I think we just get a more fair ending if we just give everyone 15, 20 minutes to catch their breath. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like hockey does that. So like hockey, when it comes to, to overtime, they get a good decent amount of break. Right before
0: they call, jump back in right. to play the
1: rest of it. You're totally right. Yeah. Do. Especially in the
0: playoffs, yeah. you can have four. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's been some Sharks playoffs games you've tuned into where they had, right, they had like four overtime periods of 20 minutes
1: each, and these guys are just going at it for
0: two hours of gameplay. It's absolutely crazy.
1: Yeah. What do you think about this? I actually heard this on the radio uh, uh today, uh, where to change it up with the rule of just, you know, one and done one touchdown you're done uh that you have to make a two-point conversion and if you make that Hmm. then you automatically win
0: okay otherwise the other team gets the ball and gets a chance
1: yeah and gets a chance i mean i think that
0: yeah i mean i like that except you know if you miss it then the other team goes down kicks a regular extra point the game's over or you just outlaw extra points you make them go for two give the other team the ball maybe and then if they get six Then they only have, you know, they get six, the two points to win the game. If they get eight, the two points to tie it, and then you keep going. I think the thing that they're hoping to avoid, at least in the regular season, is like there's only a 10 minute overtime period because of just like players' union stuff, because like players can't play for 90 minutes of football. Their bodies won't recover for the next weekend. Um, So they limit it to 10 minutes, and then it's just too quick. If both teams get the ball, score a touchdown seven minutes is off the clock you're gonna end up with a lot of ties maybe i think they're trying to avoid ties
1: but i don't i don't know i don't know if ties are a big issue we don't get too many of them anyways like yeah how, how many ties is there were like there's like two or something
0: right right um and then fun fun question here what first thing that comes to mind what commercial is just burned in your head after watching four football games this weekend <laughs> Uh, for this season, for this one, just this weekend. Did you did? Is there any commercial that just, did <laughs> you just, you saw forty seven times? I just,
1: I kept on watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think actually. I don't think there was a commercial that I kept on like being like, okay, not this one again. I'm trying to think of one where I'm like, I hate this commercial. Um, and I, I recently just said that, but I'm trying to think about the commercial I was hating. Um, take your time. Take your time. Why why am I mind blanking on this commercial? Because I know I see it and it happens every time, and I like literally tell like Melissa like like I hate this commercial. This it's commercial deep, is so deep off. into your
0: unconscious that you just it just burned. You you you, you like it, that yeah right? yeah
1: like it, I like my brain doesn't want to think of it until I have to watch <laughs> it again. Like what's the commercial that you think think of after all uh, the I mean, the, thing game? That, the thing I
0: the one I remember is the the Amazon one that they kept showing with the the greek goddess who like her her uh like vision turns you into stone (laughs) that's the one that they (laughs) put oh yeah oh
1: right right okay so that's the one i hate okay? yeah yeah you know why i hate it is because her hair like they're the snakes right but like Mm. they're like the same color as her like her skin and it just like i don't know it like creeps me out like i feel like they should be like you know, like snake color or something like that, like like a different color, but like the whole one pigment really like creeps me out. So that's that's the one I hate. But now that you that now that you're we're talking about these commercials, uh, the Caesar one, the Caesar like you know betting betting commercial where he's like talking to the Mannies, and then he's all like, oh, "We're all yeah. Caesars here," <laughs> and then he's like, "I like what's the what's the the Manny that's not a quarterback." Oh Cooper? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I like Cooper. He's my favorite. <laughs> and like Cooper's <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Is that the same commercial where Eli is like the, talking about the helmet catch, and then Payton's like, yeah, I would have hit
1: him in the numbers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's the same one. Yeah. He's like, I probably would have hit him in the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's all like, yeah, but Cooper, I like, I like, I like Cooper the best. <laughs> but, yeah. That's that that one keeps on popping up too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you just watch a uh, four, three and a
0: half hour football games, you just, you just tend to see those same commercials over and over again. And I, I can't even imagine the budget of some of these companies to to put that many, you know, with all those eyeballs that come to watch football. And then just to show the same thing 25 times throughout the course of the weekend, it's just
1: got to be like an astronomical number. that I can't comprehend. Oh, for sure. I mean, subliminal messages—is there like that's what they're trying to do with us, right? Like they want us to bet, they want us to you know buy things on Amazon,
0: <laughs> and
1: you know what? We we probably will. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm like maybe I should put money on the game.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. Congratulations again to your 49ers getting to the final four, and good luck to them next
1: weekend. Well, it's gonna be a great physical game. Go Niners. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, have a good one, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course. Anytime. Take care. All right.